Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard, and I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Okay, well, here we go. You know, in many ways, I've been hit by a bus. No, wait, what is it? I got hit. <laughs> what I? I'm singing it all through. <laughs> yeah, I know. And now when you're trying to, like, speak it out. In many ways, I've been hit by a bus. Yeah. And that's why I broadcast today. <laughs> I've got sweet at Mumbai General. <laughs> all right, well, let's just roll with that anyway. Um, welcome back to The Great Cricketer, uh, where things have fallen apart in ways uh, one could never have anticipated. If, if Australia... Uh, sorry, what am I trying to say? If if yeah, if if Australia's performance, if Australia had played like this, but it was actually England and it was in Australia, I'd be fucking hammering England. I'd be hammering him, as as I did when uh, England were out in Australia the last time. Like it was just the team had fallen apart. It was pitiful. Uh, there were blokes going home. They made weird selections. Blokes have been flown into play for sides who weren't originally selected. Uh, and now there's like multiple guys going home. Um, different, uh, not not related to the same field, but obviously the, the captain has gone home during a family emergency, which is obviously his prerogative, and he should be doing that, I suppose. But it's all systematic of just a tour that has just got away from Australia massively, and it is chaos. It is it's absolute chaos. They're picking, obviously, three spinners on the side. I don't think that was necessarily the wrong thing to do, but they've flown a guy over to do a job uh, for a guy who was already in the squad. They're picking guys, multiple guys that are injured, Um and uh, they're going back on selections, and it's just it's fucking chaos. It's chaos, and there's 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 sweeping game plans which just look really bizarre, and the execution of those plans were poor at best, bizarre, um, definitely. Uh, and um, this this uh, this tour has just uh, it's just completely collapsed on itself for Australia. Yep, just a <laughs> comment to open up with. <laughs> um, well. We'll come back to this, but first thing they could do is look at Heelzo's uh, masterclass uh, online of, of how to sweep, and I think we'd find the tour would be going very differently. Mate, if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna dive, we're gonna dive into this some Big time. some indie, mate. I gotta say, uh, it's it's a bit of a boring conversation, Australia's performances in India and Asia. I mean, we can look all day, and we have, and we will at what happened in Delhi, like what happened this time? How did you fuck it up this time? And then that'll be a slightly different conversation to how did they fuck it up in Nagpur, which in turn is a different conversation around how they fucked up at the end in 2017 and the tour before that and the tour before that and the tour before that, you know, actually all the way back to 1969. Mm-hmm. Like we've won one game here since 2004. A lot of people seem to think we were really good back then here. But th- this is systemic stuff. Uh, th- like, and so that's why I say it's boring. Uh, the, the latest chaos is just a new, fo- it's just a new form of tragedy. Mm. It's a new way of getting done over by India down to just ongoing technical deficiency over here. And that then begs the question, where does that technical deficiency come from? Because... This team is whatever rankings mean. You know, they came in as number one in the world. I think they briefly weren't for a second when the ICC just decided to give it to India for 15 minutes then yeah. then gave it back. But this, this is a pretty good team that we've got. So naturally, because we're all goldfish memoried people, we're like, oh, we're number one in the world, so we should go over there and play like we're number one in the world. This is not how it works over here. Jared Kimber did an article the other day on his uh, excellent Substack page. He just... He, he just pointed out line by line, methodically, no one really scores runs here. 
No one scored runs here for the last 10 or so years. And I don't mean that as an excuse for the Australian side. But this is, a, this is an ongoing, endemic, systemic thing. Uh, and more concerningly, getting worse because uh, unlike previous tours where you could make an argument that test cricket was uh, not only spiritually but commercially taking primacy within each administration, it is just no longer the case anymore. And our preparation is, is, uh, has, has had the least amount of quality as, as any with any tour that we've had and it will continue to be that way because cricket is structured differently now. Mm. You know, like you can have you can you can be a smart person uh, when it comes to you know academic or any other kind of challenge or examination that you've got. But if you don't study for your exam, you you're, you're asking for failure. You know, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. I mean, that's why I find the the sweeping conversation kind of boring. You know, like I actually think, and this is an un popular thing to say but there's a certain logic to what guys were doing in that everything else they've tried <laughs> doesn't mm. really work yeah you know and if it does work it works for a bit you know like uh people were staying quiet when like Usman Khawaja was sweeping in the first innings mm. and doing well mm. uh but ultimately like you might have some outliers Pete Hanscom's played well he was he, he got out playing straight uh Travis Head got out playing straight. But, like, you have a couple of outliers. Ultimately, you revert to the mean. In the Delhi game specifically, Australia played really well for two days. They had India in a really good position. Uh, they even had India 7 for 130. Though to say that that slipped would be incorrect as well. India have nine guys that can do it with the bat, yeah. you know, and eventually two got it done. Yeah. That, that's just what happens. Mm. People then say, well, if we had an extra seamer, you know, uh, like Stark in there, then they wouldn't. Those lower order batters wouldn't have had it all their own way. It's like, yeah, but we picked three spinners, and they were the ones who got us to that position. I mean, mm. India just get you at some point, mm. and this is what happens every single tour, and it's only going to get worse. Structurally, we're increasingly set up for white ball cricket, uh, so it's um, you know, any of the like, as ran here, but like any of the criticisms that are to do with this idea that there is a makeup of the Australian side that can get it done in India, I think is misguided. I have something darker to say about that. You know, like India got into Australia's heads. The guys started sweeping because they were at a loss as to what to do else. Like otherwise, that's what happens when good players get to you. They scramble your mind. And the, the truth of it is like they scrambled their mind with good reasons because they're better. <laughs> On mm. these decks, mm. uh, it's it's all. Uh, I'm I'm feeling a bit forlorn about it all, really. Uh, but a lot of funny shit happened as well. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 there's probably a case to be made that Axar Patel has been the best batter for India so far <laughs> in the uh, in the Test series with his lower order runs. Um, and yeah, you're right. You got uh, you got five Test centuries coming in at nine with Ashwin. Um, coming in after Axar Patel, I mean, it's just uh, it's it's relentless, and just like all the all the plans and the changes, and the and the, the trying to find new ways to win, you know, uh, I suppose Australia have to do something to try and win the series, and in lieu of uh, actual preparation and spending time here beforehand, or um, having decks at home that you can prepare on at least, which uh, which will give you some sort of preparation for what it's like over here. Um, they're just kind of trying to like shortcut their ways to, to wins here and there. And like, and the fact that Australia got themselves in a position where they were in front for a couple of days is, um, is, is, is somewhat remarkable given, uh, given the strength of the Indian side. But like it's test cricket and like you don't, you don't fluke wins. You don't fluke test match wins. You don't fluke series wins. Um, India were the better team when they beat us in 2021, uh, whenever they won at the Gabba, they were, they were just the better team that series. Um, they were, they've been the better test team this series, this this, this time around as well. Um, but uh, but at the same time, I fucking hate the pricks, you know, as in my, my boys, you know. I, 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 I'm, not, sorry, I'm not talking about India. <laughs> sorry. that <laughs> Again, it's a race relations there. It was a little bit early in the podcast. You know, I, I fucking I fucking hate these pricks of the Australian team. I fucking hate them. I hate them for a bit. You know, and I hated them when I was watching them. But then I was just thinking, like, I was just actually just trying to think about it. 
rationally, how do you beat how do you beat India? How do you beat Jadeja and Ashwin? Because that's 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 really who you're playing against. You're being beaten by really two guys who were who were maybe their best ever. I mean, number two in the number two in their rankings in Ashwin and number eight in their rankings in Jadeja. I mean, Jadeja since 2017 averages 46 with the bat and 21 with the ball or, or some shit. It's incredible, and they're both playing the same team at the same time on spinning decks. How do you win? How do you beat them? And I feel like the answer is you can't. <laughs> um, unless you have more and more preparations to prepare. Sorry, you have longer preparations to get yourself in the in this space where you can actually understand what uh, shots to play at what times. Now, what's actually more important is the Big Bash. <laughs> because fun- after this series, the IPL starts. And we're all going to be thinking, fuck, we, we, we really need a, a strong domestic uh, T20 franchise in our own country to drive forward cricket in this country, and that's the Big Bash. And we've got to have our best players playing in the Big Bash. Now, after the South Africa series, there was a gap there um, where the ODI series was cancelled because South Africa was starting their own SA20 league. And uh, Australia were not preparing for the, for the test matches. They were playing in the Big Bash because that's fundamentally more important. So these are quite dark answers where... I don't know how we can win. Now, I think the good news is we won't lose 4-0 again here next time because uh, as of uh, next time we come back here in 2027, it's actually a five-test match series. <laughs> so, that's, so that's good news. Now we could still lose that 4-0 as well. That would be a good series. <laughs> if there's rain. Mm. Yeah, which there won't be. Anyway, I, I, feel, I feel depressed by it really because it's as long as Ashwin and Jadeja are playing, Ashwin's 36 and Jadeja's 34, and as long as those guys are playing test cricket in India, in India I think I'm going to hate my team for longer. <laughs> it's funny you use that word. I know, I know you're joking. I mean, I, I feel sorry for them a little bit, to be mm. honest. I mean, these are guys who, um, these are guys for whom it's it's their, you know, if you're a batter, it's your biggest batting challenge to ever come here and to, and to play against the best bowlers. I, I mean, I think statistically Ashwin and Jadeja are among the best spinners or bowlers ever in their home conditions. I mean, as a batter, it just it shouldn't, you'd have to be licking your chops at that challenge, basically being the best at your level all the way through your life. Uh, and so the, the sorry, uh, like the sorrow <laughs> I feel, I feel for them is that, uh, you know, it's to your point is like, there's, there, there's no investment in this series really from a playing no. perspective. I, right. Ben Oliver um, made some comments the other day as the, the head of high performance. Um, he denied that, you know, the, the, when it was put to him that the preparation hasn't been adequate for this kind of challenge. I mean, I don't know how he's obviously just defending it because that's what, he's you know inclined to do in this situation but right. it's it's indefensible like he says um he goes there's a range of factors that go into the design and preparation for the series and the pr- players and the staff and the selectors all work together to design that preparation okay we will continue win lose or draw to review all aspects of what we do leading into these types of tours but in this case i don't think that was an overriding factor the preparation that is mm-hmm. uh, in fact i think the involvement of those players that did take part in the big bash league was overwhelmingly positive for australian cricket now Right. I'm not sure that um, his comment means exactly what he wants it to mean, but I think it's extremely instructive right. uh, when he says it's overwhelmingly positive for Australian cricket. You know, I think what that reveals is that Australian cricket regards uh, the success of the Big Bash League, for example, and the involvement of its best players in that, you know, um, let's call it the, the golden goose, as net positive over whatever happens here, mm-hmm. you know, and... The darker truth, as we've been talking about, maybe that's the title of the show, darker truths. But like, uh, the, the darker truth is that it may even be the case commercially here as well. Uh, Indians, you know, from our experience, they were sort of holed up in a, a Mumbai hotel at the moment due to various um, fitness issues. Uh, like, because people wouldn't know where we are, this could be like a moon landing shit. We could be fucking, <laughs> we could we could be in Melbourne. <laughs> For all people know. Um, I got I got a chukas coming from Uber Eats. <laughs> 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 or gas cooker. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh, we're off from Uber Eats. Yeah, <laughs> got a gas cooker coming around. That's the that's the new one. Yeah, um, I'm sure that can't be far away. Uh, the our experience of being in India, uh, and there's so many arms and legs to it. Like it's 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 been sensational. But I mean, even in the setup of our tour here to to lift the hood on it, it became quite clear that like many sponsors and uh, and vested interests are, are far more. 
are willing to get involved when with their business, um, sorry, far more willing to market themselves around the IPL than they are test cricket. You know, and, yeah. and I don't mean yeah. to blame the IPL. I just mean that right. white ball cricket, that commodity, is the um, is more and more the thing around which the cricket economy is driven. Mm -hmm. And so that matters, that point matters in relation to what we're seeing here. You know, if you have this, you have that, if you accept that fact, you know, that that Manus and Travis Head and Steve Smith uh, and David Warner and Usman Khawaja, I've just named the top five there, let's go Matthew Renshaw, I don't know if Pete Hanscom was getting a game in the BBL, probably, you know, that they were playing the Big Bash League um, 10 days out you know, from the biggest examination they get. If you mm -hmm. accept that fact, um, if you accept the fact that businesses don't want to market around it, uh, if you accept the fact that Ashwin and Jadeja are some of the greatest spin bowlers in their home conditions you'll ever face and that the world is increasingly going in that direction, all Australia can hope for is that the next bunch of Indian spinners are shit. Yeah. Yeah, good chance. That, yeah. yeah, like fat chance that's going to happen. Well, Aksar Patel's barely had a role to do with the, <laughs> with, the, with the ball so far, but he absolutely took down England a couple of years ago. I mean, he, he is fucking sensational. So can I just say, like, on top of that, which, which is these guys have the, – the, the team has to own it, right? The team has to own their, the things they fucked up, and they will, they'll get better. Uh, they'll improve, no doubt, over the next couple of tests, but then they'll probably have four years off coming here again. Mm. It'll, you know, it's not like riding a bike. You have to learn how to ride a oh, bike in, again. In four years' time, what, where's, where's Test cricket going to be at? Well, exa exactly. So um, they they have to own it. These are their mistakes. No doubt that the sweeping approach was the incorrect approach. Evidently, it was incorrect. Right. But they were just trying. They were just trying something. Just trying, guys are yeah. trying something. Yeah. Um, in in the face of other things that have failed, uh, but it does um, it does great me that's uh because we're just being serious here it does great me that when we do get dusted in india as we do regularly in fact it's the norm that mm. we get dusted here mm -hmm. uh and for indian viewers out there i say dust i just mean beaten i don't mean the decks are dusty there they are um <laughs> that the prevailing response seems to revolve around again this fucking um uh in, in intangible, nebulous concept of hardness mm. or whatnot. And on, in this occasion, you know, the new um, iteration of it was um, none other than the man who is enjoying the greatest boost to his reputation and legacy uh, in, um, that he's had so far, the big DOS, heading down to the deck after the day's play, the king of the broom with a broom in hand and his pink hat just there to mock his own countrymen, you know, minutes after they lose in humiliating fashion, at once mocking them and simultaneously drawing attention to his success with the broom. One difference being that when he got his broom politics out and they were and it was a good broom he had, he prepared for two months. Yeah. You know, leading into that. In fact, it was years, as far as I understand, with Bish and Betty, Prasanna there, uh, those opportunities are not available to our players anymore, you know. I thought that was a little bit uh, on the nose. Followed up by Heelzo on SEN, even better. <laughs> Standing, and if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, it's one of the greatest contributions to cricket yeah. culture, yeah. digitally speaking anyway, that yeah. I've seen. So I'll just try and describe it. Ian Healy is in the SEN Queensland studios. You can see the vista of the Brisbane CBD and all mm -hmm. its glory behind him. He's wearing a Queensland cricket zip-up jacket, tracksuit pants, and is it Hoka, H-O-K-A, uh, mm. uh, trainers. Mm -hmm. He's standing in front of a metal uh, mini garbage bin. A little, a little, a little dustbin there. A little dustbin. Yeah. That the, 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 they've gone, well, they'll be the stumps. Yeah. And... Uh, and, and his trusty kookaburra bat. Mm. And he proceeds to deliver a one-minute 40 masterclass on how you actually play play the sweep shot. I think he – I think he – I'm paraphrasing, but I think he introduces it as uh, – these are the perils of sweeping. And he commences with how to play the yeah. sweep uh, with deliveries that are straight. So first thing he says is like, well, look, if it's bouncing, you can sweep confidently mm. on the stumps because it's going to go over the top. It'll go over the dustbin. It'll go over the, over the dust. Well, it would go over the dustbin. <laughs> He's like, but in Nagpur and Delhi, he wasn't doing that. Right, Just okay. noting in Delhi, a lot of people praise Nathan Lyon's success in the first innings because of the bounce he was getting. But now mm. it's low, so that's all good. Right. Um, so he goes, when it's straight, 
throwing it straight. You got a couple. Of, you actually come down the deck. Got to come down. The you got to come down, yeah. and you can you can defend. Or you can hit straight. You can even go over mid on. Yeah, and or or mid off, or, or over or mid off, yeah. sort of cover inside like, out. And so and that and that forces them to bowl wider. Yeah, he says. Yeah. Oh, okay. So once once you know, I'm just seeing Ashwin today. You're like, he's got us here. Yeah, and then. Okay, he's coming to the deck. Yeah, okay, so he's going to come down to this, is he? Fuck yeah. me, okay, I'm going to have to bowl wide. Because I've got, got an answer for that. Yeah. He's like, once it's wide outside off stump, yeah. you can confidently sweep yeah. conventionally because you're not going to get out of LBW. Or out just, of the line. Or, or, or just reverse them. Reverse. Not many fielders. Only one there. Only one or two there. So there's <laughs> runs. Okay? And so if it's neither on the stumps or outside off stump, you got balls that are drifting onto leg stump, <laughs> leg stump and beyond. And he goes, in too what do you often, do then? Well, too often the players were defending that ball. What you've actually got to do is paddle that one yeah, you've fine. You've got to paddle that one fine. You've got to paddle that one fine. Now he says, in, mitig- in, in mitigation, right. he's like, sometimes I've got two fielders there. Okay. So instead you just come down him over cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that he didn't know that that was being filmed and he was just in the offices. <laughs> he thought it was a mirror. <laughs> I mean, I got to say, like, the, the re- mm. it's people may be listening, going, "Look, I think we've, we've, we've laboured, we've laboured, good, excellent government. We, we've laboured the point on the generation wars. What has it got to do with any of this? Well, what it has to do with it is that that th- these guys are still not putting their cues in the rack when it comes to explaining our uh, struggles or yeah. the current generation struggles in India yeah. through this prism of like, firstly, the nebulous hard nosedness when we've talked about it, that's rhinoplasty and concrete into your noses are melted on day three. Can you melt concrete? Don't know. City boy. Um, or simply play straight. And now in heel, in Heelzo's case, it's act, there's actually, it was a masterclass on how to, how to sweep. So, I mean, I guess the first thing is, I mean, if, if that hasn't made us way to Ronnie Mack, um, Get that over to Ronnie Post Hayes yeah, and get the boys watching that. If that doesn't happen, what, up. what are we even doing? Clip it up. Yeah, Clip that right. up. Send over to Michael Devenuto. But these guys, these these guys do have um, cachet when it comes to how the nation is viewing what's going on. Um, the questions are deeper than these things. Yeah, Jared Waitley. I'm going on here. I'm sorry, but you know, Jared Waitley. Uh, said that Australian cricket needs a reset of its strategy in India. The strategy is set, and it ain't uh, and it ain't Test cricket. You know, two thousand four to now, one Test victory. It's not working, uh, and I don't see an economy within cricket where where things will swing back to investment in Test cricket right. anytime soon. No. And that's the depressing thing. I agree. Um, I get the feeling looking online or just talking to my mates like a lot of people are really upset about what's happened in this tour and how the Australian team have played and, and the manner of this loss in particular the first loss they were the first first test match they were just completely outplayed I think I think many people if not most conceded that India were just too good best team won Australia got themselves in a good position and then they just sort of fell over and now I think this time people are really upset and and they look to the guys in the media who are all the great, like those, that, that, that great team. They, a lot of those guys in the media. And the absolute fucking dribble that these guys consistently come out with, which suggests to me, like, are you watching the games? Do, do you watch cricket in India? Do you even know the names of the players? So do you understand cricket economics? Where, I want to say cricket economics. I don't, I don't need you to have a fucking uh, master's degree in economics. I just mean economics in terms of where the game is going. Like they, they, they must understand if they are in media and decide to like communicate publicly about the team that they used to play in. And I guess that's actually part of the problem. They still think they're playing in the fucking team. But, but like the, or that the team is theirs. That's a good yeah. point. That's a good point. But, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people are being led down this path of, like, Cummins is too woke and he's fucked off back home and the teams are shambles and they don't want it enough and they're not hard enough and they're just trying to, like... I, 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 I get upset by, like, the, how much our great players let down the public by their lack of information and hammering the current team so unfairly and irrationally and, to be honest, poorly 
for their own gain of like I I was a good player. I mean, it's a sh- it's their great. Um, it's a great. It's, it's a great, their great shame. Blind, yeah, blind it, spot. Yeah, because because um, to, to those guys because yeah. they they actually undersell their own skills as cricketers mm. when they do that. You know, they, they, were they such think they think they won because they were harder. They, they did. I mean, they the, were they were just terrifically skilled cricketers. Yeah, and we all know what happened. You know, they started destroying everybody. Steve Waugh and the boys got bored. They started bringing in guys like Brett Lee because he was good looking in the sheds. Probably a big piece on it. And, and, Probably. And, yeah, yeah, well, guaranteed. And 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 having a bit of fun that way. They started sledging guys because they were bored as well. Yeah. And and trying to get a military edge on shit because because <laughs> yeah, that's the, right. because winning you know got got boring. Yeah. Uh, they let themselves down when they think that when they locate their success. I think in in these kinds of attitudes. Right. And, and you know, it has really, um, and just again, like with a little parentheses, Australia's loss here was the loss of the team. But I do think that they scramble the minds and they misguide the public and the players uh, when they continually suggest that these notions of like hardness and these outdated, um, frankly, like, um, what's the word? Like, uh, a really like glib explanations of how to play. Like mm. you got to play straight here, or heels those in the studio. You know, <laughs> you got many options. Mate. He's, but he's got six options for every <laughs> shot. Ashwin and Jadeja can't sleep. You know, looking at that. So what you Ashwin and Jadeja are absolute bits. Looking at that, by the way. <laughs> so you come, you come down straight to one ball. They, they yeah. think, fuck, mate, got to go straight. It's over wide. the top. Yeah. If it's outside off stump, you can actually broom <laughs> or reverse dog it. And if it's outside leg stump, you lap it or go over cow. It's very simple, chalk. <laughs> <laughs> but they do, you know, because our public reveres these guys. They yeah. listen to them. They and do, yeah. I think, um, I think the, the current team could do with a bit of fucking support from these guys, particularly as they should understand how difficult life is over here. But there are scores to settle. There have been guys with fucking drafts for 12 months <laughs> With an itchy trigger finger, just waiting oh, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to go for it, and uh, you know it's not the main story out of it, out, out of all this. But I got to say, it it does it doesn't help, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, even uh, when Australia won in two thousand and four, you know, uh, the leading wicket taker for Australia was Jason Gillespie, twenty mm-hmm. wickets. Kumble actually had the most wickets; he had twenty seven. I think Harbajan was next, but he didn't play the last couple of games. I think from memory, they replaced with Morley Morley Kartik. I think I think that might be right. Anyway, yeah. anyway, that's good from you. The the point being that like when Australia won here, it was ve- they were very very different conditions in those. Series. Glenn McGrath had equal wickets with Shane Warne, so Gillespie was first for mm. Australia. Mm. Then McGrath and Warne mm. both had like fourteen or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So you know that they, they're, they're winning with Casperwitz uh, played a big role in that series as mm. well. Well, you know that they're very, very different to what they're facing in this series. Now, um, we should probably just uh, spend a moment to praise India. I think lots of, of ca- I think lots of lots of um, in lots of capacities haven't probably Indian fans probably haven't got to see what they wanted to see so far because I'd imagine the Indian batters aren't stoked with the decks either. Mm. <laughs> um, Axel Patel has been doing okay. Obviously, Rohit scored a hundred in that uh, first game as well, but we haven't really seen the best of. Um, well, K. Rahul must be very close to um, being dropped for this third test match. But, um, you know, Pajara, Coley. I think Coley looked, looked okay. Coley looked first, ominous in, in the, Delhi. In the first, did you get 44 or mm. something like that? But he hasn't done the business. Shreyas Iyer, no runs so far uh, in this game. And they, or he obviously was, uh, replaced Sky. Um, you know, Barrett, the keeper. Uh, I mean, we, we, we haven't really seen the full... Uh, the f- the full quality yeah. of the Indian side just yet because we haven't needed to because it's basically just I two mean, guys. They're, they're, they're like, <laughs> Border Trophy bingo so far has lacked someone hitting 250 for right. India. Right, right, right. So I mean, someone normally goes big yeah. at some point. I like, mean, well, like, this person will never get out in 10 years. If someone scores 250 on these six, I mean, that's going to be <laughs> yeah. a hell of a dig. Hell of a dig. Uh, yeah, so I suppose... Um, you know, Jadeja, 7.42, I think career best figures, mm. I think, for him. Um, he's he obviously just come back after five, six months off. He just looks the best player ever. Um, Ashburn just doing the business. He'll probably go past the line in the, text, in, the, in the next test match for, for wickets. Um, it's all too good. It's yeah. all too good. 
So we could uproot our entire cricket infrastructure. We could collapse the pyramid to invest in some Nagpur soil or whatever it is right. to become ready for test cricket. Or we could just complain uh, and, and, and deal in prejudice That's easy. Uh, and, and whinge about the pitches and yeah. hope to encourage some private equity for our BBL sides yeah. um, for some coin mm. um, so we can be the Sydney you know, um, super kings and hopefully there's still buckets on our bounces. In this game, we saw Pete Hanscom bat in a lid, in a baggy green, a floppy. Yeah. But I didn't see him bat with a KFC bucket on his head. Yeah. And that's to his great detriment. Well, and it costs them money. That's actually that's that money actually in the cost, bank. That's money in the bank. That's money for juniors. That's, that's a good point. That's junior. That's nets. Yeah. That's nets that eventually an adult can burn down when they when they yeah you know, when they <laughs> when fully all goes straight wrong. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Burn it down. Have to have to sort of think about the, the kids, Pete. Think about yeah. the kids, Pete. <laughs> hey, uh, it's, in terms of Australian. Uh, chaos. Dave Warner is going to go home. Oh yeah, yeah. Some of this stuff, yeah. Um, that was announced today. Uh, yeah. This after uh, this morning, Indian time. Josh Hazelwood's going home. Hasn't recovered from Achilles injury. Yeah, he's Kirk Pangilly. Uh, and who else is going home? Cummins has obviously gone home temporarily. Uh, that was it. Mitch Swepson's reported to be coming back. Right. Uh, and yeah, I mean, if Warner goes home, then uh, it will. Um, I, I suppose beg a question about who comes in or who they fly over because yeah. they they will need a spare bat. So. Right, yes, yes, yes. I suppose who, who would that be, do you reckon? Well well wrench well I uh, don't I mean Cameron Bancroft's leading the yeah. uh the yeah. shield for yeah. runs. Yeah. So um you know, that will be an appropriate replacement, at least for, for Indians Online. Yeah, of course. It's a yeah. very good online oh, selection. Oh, finally, a win for Indians Online. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely stinging for a win. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's desert dry out there for the Indians Online. Uh, Dave Warner's an interesting one, though, isn't it? In terms of, yeah. in terms of he obviously, uh, in the space of two balls, was concussed and then had a hairline fracture on his arm. But He batted on for a bit with a fractured elbow as well, which is... Um, that's pretty tough. Yeah, I'd say so. Though that's not like tough that. enough for me because he yeah, didn't bat true. on long enough. Uh, when you think about it, but he's an interesting one because he won't play the rest of the series. Obviously, going home, mm. will he be selected for the World Test Championship final? Should Australia make it? Mm. Uh, that is an interesting question because that's obviously ahead of the Ashes. You, guns to my head right now. I, sus- I suspect he's going to be in the broader squad, though. Uh, if if he's in the squad, he's going to play. I wonder if I, I, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting one. It'll be. I think that they'll afford him the question about what he wants to do for his career. I wonder whether uh, absence makes a heart grow fonder. I mean, I think if he actually stayed in and around the squad, and you know, scored mm. very few runs, which is essentially the his pattern in India, mm. it would it would put more pressure on him. But going home, if going home is matched with uh, any replacement struggling to make runs and then mm. that replacement up the top will probably be Travis Head now after that second innings mm. I suppose uh, then you know they it'll it'll be up to him as to as to whether he wants to go I think uh, and I, yeah I think those questions around retirements and stuff like that are always um, you know, always feel a little bit grim you know discussing you know if and when someone's oh, yeah. got to do it but we are we are firmly you know we're, we're not just in the ballpark you know we're on the mound <laughs> with it with with Warner yeah. Uh, particularly given that he, uh, he he failed so roundly last time in the UK. Uh, it might be better just to, to, to crack on. But I think they'll probably afford him the chance to, to make that call and I wouldn't have too many problems with that either. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anything else from this test match? Uh, uh, so, I mean, I just figured, like, I don't know how... I don't know how what, what the relationship is between people who listen to this show and then see our socials and stuff. But I mean, it, just on a personal level, it's been extremely um, rewarding and um, you know enriching to be here for all of this. Like to even go to Delhi, particularly we went to the first two days of Delhi where Australia played very well, uh, and to go through all of that, you know, to, to experience the the chaos of India, uh, even just getting our accreditation, you know, which which, which was which we got done to get the help from people to go out in Delhi, you know, with a couple of the journos, which was cool. Um, that all of our shows have been sold out and like we've been received so warmly from Indians, uh, I, I think is worth noting. And then also we had the fortune of um, being invited to take part in the lunchtime segment on India's uh, major TV broadcaster, Star Sports, oh, yeah. uh, on the field, uh, where we, we went onto the field. It was, it was day one, lunchtime. 
Um, crowd was heaving, people yelling out from the stands. Hashtag TGC. Just, mm. just, just, we're just here, guys. It's, yeah, yeah. hashtag around it. But um, don't, don't need a search tool to yeah, yeah to locate that audio. Yeah, just here <laughs> in, in my ears. Just go in my ears. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so we we um <laughs> we went out there and we were told you're going to be doing a segment with um the the excellent broadcaster hoster my auntie um and as as well as uh Sunil Gavaska and Mark War and uh that was really fucking cool um yeah. second day to those guys and they they invited me to sledge junior on air and uh just couldn't do it as in just like mate he's, you're my hero yeah I'm not going to do it on Indian TV you know to my own countrymen I'll do it on a podcast you don't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Junior was cool. It was, it was cool. It was cool to see him. So, so we, we've had some cool shit like that happening. It's yeah. Been good. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. Mm. Um, the Women's World Cup is heading towards the pointy end of that tournament. Australia has already secured their place into the good. final four. They're the only team to do so. Uh, the only team to do so so far. Uh, the there is one round of games tonight, which is I think it's England and Pakistan, and then uh, South Africa, Bangladesh. South Africa. Yeah, 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 yeah. To decide who joins Australia in that side of the group, England's in, aren't they? Like England and India are sorted. Yes, they are, but yeah. they don't know who's going to finish on top. Yeah, right, 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 right. So England, India, one side, and then Australia guaranteed first to arrive in the semis, guaranteed top spot. It's the least I expect. Four straight wins, yep. not even tested. Net run rate two point something. Net run rate a thousand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's exactly what I expect. One hundred percent. No more, no less. No. I, I turned on here a couple of hazy nights as well. Mm. Turned on Australia's batting. Uh, Heelzo again. This mm. time Elisa, mm-hmm. a real one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And. Um, Beth Mooney just this, just destroying Sri Lanka. Looks too it's good. good. Yeah. yeah, it looks way too good. Yeah, then yeah. bowling Sri Lanka out for sixty or something. Yeah, good. Um, it's it's all it's all very very good. I don't think anyone's really done anything outstanding so far. It's just been complete cruise control. Yeah, that's, um, that's what you want as well. Now the Australian is, there, is there is it so good that there's a loss they had to have? Well, they had it before the tournament. Lost to Ireland. Oh, that's a good point. Well, Ireland, Ireland were a hit away from knocking over India last night. You yeah, see that? Yeah. India yeah. won by five runs in the Duckworth Lewis yeah. uh, method or whatever the fuck. And yeah. uh, so that would have been cat pigeons for mm. India, and really mm. sort of put the cat uh, pigeons. It would have been cat pigeons. It would have put the real brakes on uh, the festivities happening in India at the moment due to their men's results against Australia. Yeah. Uh, Got to tell you, we, we had a show in Hyderabad and. Uh, at a pretty cool bar and they were playing India, Pakistan. Uh, that is the women were playing in the World Cup and uh, all that famed, uh, you know, devotion to cricket that we're told about from India doesn't seem to extend to the women's team as far as I could, as far as I could see. Uh, even a couple of gags on stage about India and Pakistan playing each other. There was just a lot of, uh, you know, partridge shrugs yeah, <laughs> in the audience. That's right. That's right. So, um, um, okay. So looking at the fixtures here, what's the date today? 21st? Mm-hmm. The first semi-final is in two days' time, which would be Thursday. That's Australia's game. Um, they'll play. Against, they'll play against. Is it either India or England? Is that how it works? Surely it must work. They'll finish. They'll, yeah. they'll play. They'll play across in second the place against across the group. Uh, the other semi-final is the next day on Saturday, uh, and then the final is on uh, Sunday night. Um, which Australia will be in that. Um, so Australia, Australia's <laughs> going to win the World Cup on Sunday, guys. Just yeah, so yeah. you know, we can, just, we can we can declare now. Oh God! Australia's going to win the World Cup <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> I'm so sorry, girls. If that, if oh, absolutely. If I've just ruined it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Australia's won. Uh, so the World Australia's Cup. won. They've won. They, uh, they appreciate that. They didn't lose a game. It's, yeah, a, it's just been it's unbelievable. A, it's been a great tournament for the girls. And like, this team just does it over and over, over again. Over and over again. Multiple World Cups in a row. They barely lose a game. You name um, it, someone will get it done for you. You know. And on this occasion, it was... Alana King. Alana King. Exactly. Okay. In, in, in what capacity? In which game? The final. Oh, the, oh, the final? The final. Yeah. Well, Meg That's Lanning. It, no, it's actually Meg Lanning's triumph at return. Um, right. And Meg Lanning actually scores a brilliant 34 off 27 oh. to chase down England's uh, 125. Okay. Um, and it was just it was more it's just cruise control. Beth Mooney and Alyssa Healy started off the top. They did quite well, but then it was just it was just Lanning, and it was only a low score. It was two down. Australia yeah, two down. Yeah. Two down. So yeah. Australia won the World Cup two down on Sunday night. You can take that to the bank. To the bank. Yeah. Well, 
That's kind of... Are we allowed to say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't take it to the bookie. <laughs> um, the other test match series, the test match series, test match series that's been going on is uh, New Zealand and England, and England fucking pumped New Zealand mm. in the way that only England can, and I'm scared about it. No question about it. Let's talk about that first game of Mount uh, at the Mount. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I just uh, it's relevant to the to the group. Um, okay. I just, just I just got a message on WhatsApp from my mates uh, group, just mates from school. Just one guy, just who's done Viagra here? Any good? <laughs> just, <laughs> that'll, that'll, Honestly, that'll, you won't need keep it. the thread going for a couple of hours. You won't need it because when Australia wins the World Cup on Sunday night, two down, chasing England's one twenty-five. You won't you won't need to worry about it. You will not need to worry about Viagra. Those little blue pills. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Um, over in New Zealand, the first test match, uh, England batted first and made 325 for nine. Now, the thing about that is they batted 58 overs and they declared. So they were going at, uh, what's that, five, five and a half and over. Yeah. Pink ball, Mount Monganui, sent the flat tracks of Pakistan. Right. Just probably be doing a bit too. So they were basically teeing off to, what, five and a half and over to try and bowl at night. Yeah. Uh, which they did successfully. So they made 325. Uh, ben Duckett made 84 and Harry Brook made 89. I'm sure you've seen a clip going around of, um, is it Harry Brook just taking down Southie down the ground, just like lofted on drive on the up. Mm. Fucking incredible shot. I mean, he's he's the guy who's actually replaced Johnny Bairstow. Mm. Um, and Bairstow must be not that far away from coming back, I suspect. Yeah. Um, Neil Wagner took 4 for 82 in the first innings. Then uh, New Zealand made a good fist of it. They actually came back with that. Um, uh, 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 sorry, England took three wickets uh, that night. Yeah. Now, three twenty-five or fifty-nine overs. So that's the um, the second least amount of overs batted before a declaration right. in, uh, in te- the history of Test cricket. So they right. could have a rock and roll at night. Got them three for, including yeah. Kane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now Devon Coleman made seventy-seven, and then Tom Blundell made one hundred and thirty-eight. So New Zealand actually got to three hundred six. So that's his nineteen runs behind on the first innings. And then, uh, so Ollie Robinson took four for his record with the pink ball continues. He's got a fantastic record. James Anderson, three for. I've not heard of him before, but he sounds like he's got a good yeah, future. Promising. Um, and then England made 374 in reply. So that is a lead of what, uh, what are we looking at there? 390. Um, and basically everyone scored runs except for Stuart Broad, the Nighthawk, who was tweeting about him, calling himself the Nighthawk. And then English journos sucking themselves off about... Um, Dry, actually. The, Sucking themselves sucking dry. Sucking themselves dry. <laughs> yeah, sucking themselves dry. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? Oh, I'm sucking myself Was off. Was it dry are or you, not? Are you, are you dry? You you su- know. Are, you, are you sucking yourself dry? <laughs> it's at this moment. Uh, I, I, tell me if this is too indulgent, but... Um, our last show when we did from Hyderabad, yeah. where you started it by looking down the camera saying, Indians, you're fucking doctored the pitch. Yeah. Uh, and then we finished it with um, with a chat about the obsession of club cricketers with group sex. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we bumped into Harsha uh, the next day. Right. And <laughs> Harsha said, I heard the start and the end of your show while I was walking in Hyderabad. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> so Harsha... Those English journalists are sucking themselves dry, brother. You know it and I know it. Like, uh, only England could ruin what is just an amazing turnaround in test cricket and the excitement that they're bringing to this sport and how good it must be to be watching this team play as an England fan. Only they could fucking ruin it with the wetness and the sucking oneself off. Force in and all. <laughs> Try, trying to get the balls in the mouth as well by getting off so hard on like this idea of someone being a night hawk because it's like a night watchman except he goes really hard and he tries to score lots of runs really quickly. <laughs> Clip it up. Only you could ruin that, England. Now, surely there must be English fans out there being like, oh, it's a bit fucking isn't it? Come on, guys. Oh, Wet is the word. Broad. Oh, Broadie. Come on, bro. Fucking hell. The night hawk. Jesus Christ. Anyway, everyone scored runs. Um, oh, look, if, I mean, to be fair to the English journalists who uh, uh, admittedly are sucking themselves dry. 
Um, <laughs> over it. Like, yeah. you probably would, really. I mean, this, these guys are, um, you're like, you, you probably would do that if you're able to do it. Yeah. Um, they've, Stokes and McCullum have, they've won 10 tests from 11 games, both of them taking over when England was at one of its lowest ever ebbs. Uh, I'd like to see them do it against our boys. <laughs> so like, like a, is that Auntie Donna? Put. <laughs> I'll see them do it against our boys. Gaza. Now we've got this Todd Murphy. Yeah, yeah Murph. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see him do it against us. Uh, <clears throat> they'll definitely do it against us, but yeah, like 10, 10 of 11. Um, they hadn't won a game in New Zealand since 2008. Right. Like you can you can win in Pakistan pretty flat, uh, but sure. to, to do it when it's hooping around at night. Now, admittedly, New Zealand bitched, uh, picked a bunch of fucking nuff bags. Yeah. Uh, no Bolt, no Jamison. Um, yeah. You know, other guys, I don't want to say any names. but um, Blair Tickner. <laughs> yeah, Scotty Coog's coming in. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Bracewell. No, but I mean, this is this is this is perfect for for like because very soon it's going to be baseball v um, the Aussies and uh, and it, it'll like already we're 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 out there going like no they can't do it against our mob so I mean they're doing it against everybody uh, oh and, and yeah, yeah, yeah like they'll be fine and it will be <laughs> it will be it will be awesome to watch uh, and it will play on our egos deluxe. Every time I look at an England scorecard, it seems like everyone seems to make between thirty and eighty off um, fewer yep. balls than, yep. than runs that they've made. It's a, it's like a, they've it's a all done thing. something in this game. It, yep. it feels Robinson four, Anderson three. Like Broad had a massive spell. Yep. They're all like all the bugs making runs. Stokes isn't even coming in at, at his allotted number because he was doing a shit. So someone else came in. Yeah, seriously, it's that's like that's and, why that's why yeah. uh, Broad came in. Right, yeah, because yeah, Stokes is doing a shit. This is like, mm. you know. I mean, if you're an England fan in that situation, from being a, a bunch of piss weak, fucking mediocre, dead shits, <laughs> same tools, same yeah. weapons, yeah. same guys, yeah. and they're just beating all comers, yeah. you would suck yourself dry. <laughs> oh, mate, I'd be, I'd be so <laughs> amazed. Two times on Sunday. <laughs> I'd be so emaciated. I'd be so emaciated. Yeah, you need, you need uh, hydration and electrolytes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have hydrolytes next to me bed. I'd be <laughs> sucking myself off so much. So, so, you know, apologies to the journos out there who have been very helpful to our show many times and supportive. It's more um, like saying that's what they're doing and, and that's what one would do because it's extremely exciting and it's a, <clears throat> it's a revolution and, uh, you know, wait till fucking come over. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, Scotty B. The barrel. Little barrel comes in, mate. Anyway, mate, tailing him into the old fucking blow up that front pad. Just to finish what happened in the game, by the way. Um, so uh, New Zealand were chasing three ninety four uh, in the fourth innings, and then they were bowled out for one twenty six. Stuart Broad took four for forty nine, and James Anderson took four for eighteen. Stuart Broad, by the way, was bowling, and Ben Folks was keeping up to the stumps with oh, the pink ball. It okay. looked, it looked fuck. So there you go, more stuff, more stuff. Where he's got probably best gloves in the world. Uh, keeping up to, you know, 135 Ks an hour, not bad, if you like that sort of thing. And I do. And I do. That sort of stuff gets me off hard. Uh, anyway, so the second test match um, is at, I think it's at Wellington. Uh, the second test match is at Wellington. It starts on Friday um, at your conventional Red Bull times. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, I, I think I've said this before, but I, I'm actually... I'll be very interested to see how Australia go about this. Um, what's 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 happening with uh, baseball and like what's going to happen for the Ashes? Because by the time Australia gets there, they're going to be decimated four 0 here. The IPL will sweep all that aside. We're sort of forgetting about that. Australia will probably beat India in England, and then uh, and then so is Australia confident? Are we good? Uh, how are we feeling? Is there any sort of form there? I don't know. What's the preparation like? But I'm not as bullish on Australia beating India in England as you are. Like, because it's at the Oval and it's flat. Now, things can happen in, on flat oh, decks. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, like, 80-20 on it. Mm. I, I'm, I'm more like, I think Australia will probably go in favourites. Australia has the edge. Yeah. Yeah. If they, if they fucking obliterate us mentally the way that they are, though. Mm. I remember when, like, um, they England beat us in the 05 Ashes. I think I just remember that. And then they, they came out here for, well, here, not to India. They came to <clears throat> Australia for a one-day series. And then I remember the first game was at Marvel, or whatever the fuck they called it then, Telstra Dome. And Flintoff in like 
ODI kit bowled to Gilchrist and he just like swung one past his bat and just looked exactly the same mm. as it did in England and they all just laughed because uh. it was just like nothing had changed. Like, I mean, uh. they're kind of uh, disintegration that can happen can affect uh, what happens subsequently. But I'll take your point. It's like, well, well Jaday's an astronaut. You know, wait till we get him to the Oval, basically, is what we're saying. Yeah. And I think Kerry, Kerry would do well to say that behind the stumps. He would say he would do well. Um, anything else on that? Uh, oh, sorry, yeah, my point being is like, um, I would be very, uh, I, I'd be very worried if like the, the, the line out of the camp was, well, let's say, do it, let's see them do it against us. Cause they're literally doing it. It's everyone in all conditions. They had been, they said that, I think they said that after the first like couple of tests. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't think they'll be saying that as much. I mean, no. they already have winning 10 from 11 means they already have like s- serious credit in the bank. They, they could endure like four or five losses, England, and mm. do, like straight, mm. and it would still be like the right thing to do. I mean, really, like already, even if it's an approach that doesn't quite get the job done in the difficult away tours to Australia and India, it's already uh, a success. And mm-hmm. frankly, looking at the way Australia's playing in India, it's crossed my mind several times in the absence of any other approach that works for scoring runs in India, why wouldn't you have a crack at Basball with with you know under Brendan McCollum, who obviously knows how to do it? Mm. It's um it's it's a very very good thing. Three nil in Pakistan. Three, I mean, yeah, probably two nil here in New Zealand. Flattest shit ever. Th- yeah. Sixty wickets. Yeah, sixty poles. Yeah, amazing. Sixty poles. Can't do it. Um. <laughs> All right. Should we thank? Uh, should we thank uh, Manscaped? Manscaped's back. The show? Manscaped's back. Now, just want to say, Pez on Manscaped. Now, before I left, before I left over to India, my yeah. my situation was getting a little bit hairy, shall you say? Rugged. Yeah, a little, little rugged. Yeah. A little rugged. Nottingham. Yes. And then it was in a situation where it was like, well, if I'm Going overseas yep. the day before an international tour, and I'm in the shower, and my girlfriend sees me shaving my dick. Yeah, she'd be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I'd be like, "It's a bit for the show." Yeah, and that is true. And people, how was the experience? What do you now mean? That we're, well, we're, at, we're on the show now, so you've you've told your girlfriend that you've done it for the show. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. My, but my overall point being was that uh, I didn't. I didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't manscape before. Oh, you didn't because you didn't want your girlfriend to suspect that you were doing that to give yourself the optical inch for adultery purposes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 They're very thoughtful. Yeah. That's right. They're very helpful. Uh Speaking of Viagra, actually. Yep. I was in a nightclub in Southampton once, mm-hmm. and my mate who I was with, we'd just been to St Mary's. And Southampton, mm. Southampton were in like Division One then. They had Ricky Lampert playing up front, mm. and Adam Lalana was the captain. Okay. And they beat Yeovil Town. Just about to be hired by Liverpool. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we went out to this nightclub in Southampton, and for some reason he had Viagra in his pocket. Yep. And he said, "Do you want to do one?" And do a Viagra at a club. Yep. Do you like to walk around with it? Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> I at this point I'd had enough drinks where I was like, yeah. um, I'm annoyed you haven't already asked me for a Viagra. That's right. So now we're in the cubicles together, obviously after a nightclub, yeah. and we're sharing a Viagra. Well, no, 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 no. I'm sure there's no further questions. It's swallowed orally, isn't it? Well, I learned that that was the conventional way in the end. So now we do it. Go and crush it up and... <laughs> Put it on a little ledge in the cubicle, fucking. <laughs> yeah. No, we no, we just we literally just ate. go to the cubicle and like take a pill. Yeah. Yep. But that pill was Viagra. Yeah, and and I would have been twenty four at this point. Right. Now, I, some people need that for any stage of life. I just never, it's, I've never required that for me just yet. Maybe one day. Uh, anyway, so it didn't really have any effect, but as I understand Viagra works, it doesn't like, it doesn't give you an erection. Once you get an erection, it maintains that erection. That's how I understand Viagra to work. Well, I, you, I could you be took, wrong. I mean, what happened? I blacked out and then I came to five days later in, <laughs> in a farm. <laughs> no, um, the next, nothing happened that night, but then the next morning was one of the, you may talk about hard-nosed cricket. I was, yeah. I, I could have represented the world. Really? Yeah. Against Mars. I was I was I was that hard. I was good to go. 
Yeah, right. For, for hours and hours. It was, was actually it quite feeling, painful. Were you, were you feeling aroused or was it just your penis is hard, irrespective of the, what the brain is doing or feeling sexually? Hard dick. Just a hard dick. Pandia. Yeah. So you could just be like, I'd like some eggs for breakfast, but for this raging <laughs> erection. I would like some yeah, eggs yeah, for like, breakfast. Yeah, like, I'm not, I don't. But not, for. Because sex is in the brain, ultimately. It's a brain operation. You have said that. It's a brain exercise. Right. And yet this is like, it's got nothing to do with the brain here. This is just a, just a big fucking pole sitting at, <laughs> and it oh, oh, there's nothing big about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been swimming. Um, anyway, crotch discomfort hurting your game? Fear no more. The kings of crotch comfort, Manscaped, have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. Sleek, soft, comfortable and flexible, the brand new Boxers 2.0 from Manscaped take your balls to the royal ball throne. <laughs> the, gl- the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the lawnmower 4.0 for the trimming. So you can wear the Boxers 2.0 for the chilling. They even trademarked the jewel pouch. So you know it's serious. I think... I think it's time you invest in your family jewels. So let your bulge breathe and get 20% off plus free shipping by using our code TGC at manscaped.com. Okay. Oh, holy shit. The front fly opening of, of the micromodal fabric or some shit gives easy access and makes bathroom breaks quick and efficient. Multiple ways... For entry and passage for your package, you can even choose from an arrangement of designs and colours and sizes range from small to 3XL for all my guys out there. From L. Jeff to Nighthawk, your boys will be in the right hands. What the fuck? Well, So that's actually, it's a Manscaped ad. England has a new sponsor. Right, okay. Manscaped. Manscaped. is sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah. That's interesting. So I suppose it's just it's just gone by uh, Valentine's Day as well. Yeah. Do you do you celebrate Valentine's Day? I I don't. I have a very um very welcome kind of understanding with yeah. my yeah. wife. Yeah. Uh, oh, she she actually did um she did surprise me. She just left me with a little gift um for this trip that yeah, yeah. I only found later. Like she hid something in my bag, which was a a very like a private joke. Kilo of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's. <laughs> I never want to see you again. You're dead. Deliver this. That's right. I want the, you to die in Singapore. To a hotel in Mumbai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, uh, no, we, we, we don't um, really, you know, I'm not, you know, not wowser about it. Yeah, it's sure. It's not so, like, oh, like we'll, we'll mention it. Yeah, sure. Happy Valentine's Day. We have a good friend of right, ours. Right, right, right. Her birthday is Valentine's Day. So oh, I remember okay. that. So it's like, we'll make sure we say happy birthday to Jenna. Right, okay. Yeah. I'll send some flowers to LJ. Yeah, send some early flowers. on relationship. Though. Yeah, we're sort of yeah. we're sort of six six seven months in. Yeah, so, so you got to observe. You got to get the it's romance first, alive. It's your first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be going straight in six or seven months in just just being like absolute capitalism fucking breakfast, isn't it, babe? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking dog's breakfast of capitalism, don't you think? Well, speaking of dog's breakfast, my balls are an absolute dog's breakfast at the moment. Yeah, and really. I, now, now when, when I go home, really, when I go home this weekend, I got to fly to Tasmania the next day because I've got a yeah, got a wedding with I got a wedding with LJ. Absolutely keen on that. So first 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 name first name of the team sheet, mm. trim balls. Yeah, T balls. T balls. Yeah. <laughs> you said that to LJ. Oh, sorry, have we said her name? <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Said LJ and. Uh, yeah, can you bring tea balls? And she just brings a couple of tea balls for you to hit, like a big fucking tea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit that off. Actually, actually, she sent a message to me this morning. I can, I can, yeah. I can. I can just I can, chat now. Aren't we? We're not on air, are we? No, no, no we just haven't chat. Mm. I can, sh- I can share this amongst the group. Okay. Uh, I think um, she had, a, she had a DM last night. Oh, this would be good. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I can see this. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Laura, don't actually know who Ian belongs to, but could you please tell him about me as his huge fan of their so-called comedy stuff of grey cricket highest. Please do. Well, she did. Yeah, like she, he's done well there. She passed that on. Yeah, so she, she, he's, yeah. he's he's bypassed the fucking gates. Of now Eagles I probably should not. Have, I probably should not have done that, should I? Because uh, said that. Yeah, because now people are going to message her to, to get to me, which is always good, isn't it? I actually, I turned. I turned. Oh, somebody somebody wrote to my wife's work email. Oh yeah, that's did that's I say that more, on there? No. Yeah. Maybe Patreon. Yeah. Someone 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 wrote a long email to like someone found my wife's. 
fucking work email address. Yeah. She she was not impressed. No, I bet. Uh, I actually turned I turned off the comments on my Instagram account so only people that I follow can comment because um I showed you this to you at the time, but like I I think I posted a photo with LJ maybe like maybe a few months ago. And then um someone it was a it was a woman had like then uh commented nice. and tagged my ex-girlfriend oh, yeah. from like six years ago. Sick. And then said like, all burn at my ex-girlfriend. And I was like, awesome. what the oh. fuck is this? And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, are you jealous? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's just like, I just, I don't, I do not need that in my life. And also comments were just getting ridiculous anyway. Like people were just trying to get to my mm. girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or whatever. And it's just, I did not need it. Yeah. Anyway, now that we've spoken about it publicly, sort of amplify that. I'm sure that's going to end that. Oh, that it is. It's hard. Like, I find it difficult, like, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting that kind of gear, uh, but I, from time to time, would like to, you know, like, celebrate or revel in, you know, my biased view of the cuteness of my children. Right. Cause I, because every parent is like that. Uh, and <clears throat> also to kind of um, amplify my personality by branding my children. That's right. Amplify my own brand um, by, yeah, cynically using the vehicle of my children mm-hmm. and their innocence. Right. Uh, like, like, people, like people do. Um, but it only I, – I used to do it and it mm. only took like one comment from a stranger just, just mentioning my children. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a real shame yeah. just from a branding perspective. <laughs> Probably Lo- love to get those. Well, you know, mm. he's like, if I'm lacking a personality for myself, you know, which I am, get a few kids out there, then people, people are like, yeah. oh, geez, it. Yeah. He's a dad. Oh, he's, he's a dad. A, he's a family man. Oh, he's a family mm. man. He's a family guy. He's a family guy. Yeah. Sponsors come absolutely fucking yeah. bolting in. Mm. He's the hot boy. He's mm. the dad. Mm. Let's get a couple of sponsors in and around the group. We'll in turn get around them. And I could use my children yeah. to, to get money. It's like when, uh, um, uh, what's what's uh, what's Milnhouse's dad's name? Kurt. When, oh, when yeah, Kurt yeah. gets fired from the cracker factory, he's like, we don't know if uh, single people eat crackers. Frankly, we don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Manscaped. Yeah. Um, use the code TJC at manscaped.com for twenty percent and free shipping. Hashtag TJC. Uh, Prian wrote in, boys. I typed this email from my bed after a night out and all I could think of during the ride home was writing this email to you guys. After a long day at work, I come home to my wife wanting to go out for supper. She's pregnant and has cravings. So being a dutiful husband, I say absolutely exhausted and not, sorry. Say okay. I say okay, absolutely exhausted and not enthused. It's going to be another night of baby talk. I'm extremely excited, but there's only so many things to talk about. But not to be. Who walks in and sits at the table next to us but Ian Higgins? Ah, nope. It was Faf du Plessis. Well, suddenly the whole night is different. I proceed to tell my long-suffering wife all about Faf, his new book, which I only learned of from TGC, about what a coat Daryl Cullen is, ball tampering, his punditry on Crick Info, etc. Funnily enough... We once almost bought a plot of land next to his house. Faf is with an entourage of 10, including his wife, fresh from his book launch, all having a great time. During the night, he gets, he gets up to use the restroom, passes our table, and I greet, him, I greet him with, how's it, Faf? He greets back in a friendly enough way, but clearly doesn't want to make small talk with some randoms. This is where my wife challenges me, and I quote, I'll give you a thousand rand, if you tell him, hey, Faf, Daryl Cullen is a coat. <laughs> this continues through the night, us making jokes and egging each other, uh, egging each other to approach him and deliver the line. Eventually we leave and as we do, I smile a goodbye and say, DC is a coat. He looks back with zero comprehension and we walk out. <laughs> Hashtag feels bad, man. Cheers from Cape Town, Prian. I like it. Just a, just a little tale, I suppose, of just yeah, seeing, yeah, yeah. seeing a famous person. I mean, you would be, you would be uh, confused if someone referred to someone else as a coat and you hadn't heard of it before. Yeah, it's just such a, a neutral, inanimate object that has come I'd to never represent heard a, so much. I'd never heard a coat until you said it to me. I hadn't heard a coat until I heard it at uh, Balmain Cricket Club. Oh, it's Balmain. Balmain, not North. Balmain, Balmain. And, and possibly quite, um, quite isolated. 
Yeah. To Balmain. It might have been around a little bit, but nice. if anyone has any etymology of coat, like outside of that, you know, it, and, and, and we need to. Well, I heard it, like, just to just get the timings right. I would. Have, I think I, I played my first year of grad cricket in two thousand and one. So if anyone's hearing it pre-2001 outside the Sydney Metropolitan Basin. <laughs> the basin uh, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not uh, with the basin in New Zealand. No, because if you hear it in, in the Sydney Metro Basin pre-2001, it might have still been from the family of Bowman Cricket Club. So if anyone's, if anyone's right. getting it from the 80s or 90s, oh, it was a common Victorian word or some shit like that. Right, you know, right, right. Uh, then, That's from Gold Rush days. Yeah. I, I, I know who I first heard it from too, and he's still reasonably reasonably um, influential figure in cricket. It wasn't Mudguts, was it? <laughs> we talk? So Mudguts, no. Mudguts at the club, MG. And if you're listening out there, MG, I love you and I hope you're well. One of the great characters at our club, MG. He, he, really, he really was. He was a real nucleus of the club, MG. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he, he um, at the time of playing... He's played with his brother. His brother was first grader. MG was more twos, twos and threes, but very much at like on the circuit with the sort of the 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 guys, the circuit kings of the club, and very much inside the major stories that were happening at the club, vis-a-vis circuit, off the field, and yeah. very, <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. funny guy. Hmm. Uh, but better as a yeah, um, very much a, a like a stretching circle purveyor of conversations about those love things, that. you know, love and, that. and everyone lo- love and, that and MG. We love everybody, love MG, and uh, yeah, like <laughs> it just it was just quite funny the other day because um because um we talk about MG like MG, MG was good inspiration for our characters and books and stuff like well, like one off mm. and um I always got on with him. he was always lo- like like great with me as well MG but um. And stay in contact. So I'm just setting all this up. But uh, he was still MG. With MG is short for mud guts. Mm. And uh, the other day we were in um, Bangalore at the RCB Bar and Cafe, and like, every uh, every city in in India has a um, Mahatma Gandhi Road. Yeah, MG and Road. MG has an MG Road. I'm just mm. wondering if they were called Gandhi mud guts. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe not Mudguts, but if they just ever called him MG, which for me just changes the uh, the gravitas. <laughs> it is, oh, it MG. is it it's just so imagine much. people in India, they just called him yeah. MG. Uh, anyway, yeah. I don't know. You coming uh, in for a bun, MG? I think um, the other thing I want to know about is like like his his uh, his, his pregnant wife will give him a thousand rand. I, I just as a married man, like, and I mean, people in partnerships will understand this sort of de facto relationships or otherwise. Like, what is the economic arrangement? You know, like, if people are giving money to each other, does, does do they have separate accounts uh, as oh, well, or, see, or, see, or, or are we sharing, or yeah. or, is, or, is, or has he got her on a percentage basis? <laughs> <laughs> How'd God you get her? her? What'd you, what'd yeah. you get her on? Uh, yeah, she's taking commissions on things. You know, like I just want to, I just. I'm curious about about. I, I think they haven't had a kid yet, uh, but they're married, so I presume they've got some kind of yeah. arrangement in terms of their, in terms of the economic uh, sure. understanding. But yeah, because if it's a so joint account just, and they they're throwing out a thousand yeah, rand, that's what that's what, in corporate. That's what we call funny money. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so there's that. Uh, there's coat stuff. I hope. Uh, and did he? Does he? Does he actually get the thousand round? Because he said DC is a coat, not Cullen. Not is for a me. Coat. Not for me. Because yeah. he because he could have been referring to Washington DC. Uh, he, yeah. yeah, yeah, could have comics. been comics. Yeah, DC comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah Dan shoe, Christian shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, if you want the, uh, all the dailies for um, this Border Gavaskar series. Patreon.com forward slash great cricketer. Hashtag us to see Fridays is coming out in a couple of days' time. This will be the last podcast um, that we do in India for this time round. Uh, we go back home on Thursday night, um, India time. So we'll be back in Australia uh, next time you hear from us on this year podcast. Um, we've got a couple more days of filming here to do uh, with some sponsors, uh, which is going to be some cool stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's been wonderful. It's been India for the last couple of weeks. Um, this might be the last chance. No, we'll probably, we'll probably talk about it a great length on, uh, on Patreon. So, uh, if you want to get some more behind the scenes stuff, some BCS shit, uh, patreon.com forward slash great cricketer. And whilst we figure out a sponsor for this here podcast, why don't you just support TJC by heading there and, uh, and doing us a favor or not. Those are your two options. See you guys next week.